calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels here with The Real Hauntings Podcast. We hope that everyone is staying safe and taking the necessary precautions during these strange times. Let's jump back into the interview with Maria for part two of Maria's episode. Man, well, any other stories you want to share with us? Well, I do have one more, and this one was with my son. We had traveled to Michigan to visit my husband's family, so we stayed over with the, his grandparents, and I believe that they lend him this house because they work in, in, in the fields, and they're like the... I know some of his uncles are like foremen, and, and some of them take care of the, the, the people at the camps and stuff like that, so they, lend, they let them stay in certain houses when they go over for the season. So we stayed in one of those houses, and in this room, they had this weird friend. And it was just a, uh, the frame was itself was nice. It was just a country house, flowers and everything. But around the frame, there was like these scratches. And I said, why is it like that? And they're like, we don't know. The house was already like that. That's the way it is. And we just never like moved it or did anything with it. And I said, okay. So we slept in that room where the frame was. And in the middle of the night, I just felt somebody looking at me. And then um, my son shakes me and said, mom, there's somebody here. And I said, no. So I opened my eyes and I see like the little shadow, like of a little boy and his eyes just staring at me. And his eyes are like this weird, like glow color. I don't know. So I looked towards my husband to, to, to see. And then there's another one exactly like him, another like little boy and a taller figure, more kind of a female, like uh, I could see a, like the hair, I don't know how to describe it, but I could see some of like hair and they're just there staring at my husband and because he slept in a, another bed and he didn't fit with us. Mm-hmm. I was just weirded out. I looked back at my son. He's already asleep again, but they, they, they had bad intentions or nothing. They were just curious about it. So they were just staring at us like, like we were new toys or something. And, and they just kept tilting their heads to say like, hmm. Oh, and then they, oh I, I just turned around and went back to bed and I just didn't think about it again. Oh, I just got weird chills yeah. all the way through. Uh. Wait, did that have anything to do with the frame? No, I don't. Uh, That's just something you remember. That, uh, they, people who slept in that room have seen a woman walk outside the window dressed in white, which is the lady that she was, she was like, she wasn't dark. She was white. Wow. That's so crazy. I don't know. We have so many people that just say, uh, I went back to sleep. I could not have gone back to yeah. sleep. I would have had to turn the light on. 
Yeah, no way. I, I would just leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've gone, I've heard and seen so many things like most of my life that I remember that I'm, I just like, okay, like whatever. I'm just going to turn around and go to sleep because I don't have, I don't have the energy to deal with you right now. And your son also yeah. went right back to sleep after this happened? Yes. Uh, uh, once I told him like, no, you're like, no, you're just dreaming stuff. He just turned around and went back to sleep. And so I opened my eyes to just look around the room. Oh, and, I see. Wow. Yeah. Does he, re does he remember any of this or? He does. Yeah. He does because he says uh, we had gone looking around the house, and so they have they have a casket under the house. What? And um, and so we were not used to seeing that because you don't see you don't uh, we don't have like attics or or anything like that really down here and in, in where we're at. You don't see that 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 often. Like so we were so amazed by them having that. Word. Yeah. The casket so was have, in the basement? They have a casket or... in, under the barn. Yes. What was in the casket? Nothing. I think they had filled it up with tools. What? <laughs> the casket, though, was a wooden one, like, all decorated. Wow. I've never this heard that. This really makes me think of... Um, <laughs> Maria, do you ever watch The Office? <laughs> uh, I, I saw it a, a long time ago. I haven't seen it again. I've been meaning to rewatch it because <laughs> I did love it when I saw it. Well, but. so there's an episode where Dwight's talking about how his family, the tradition is... Uh, you know, they uh, bury them and then a year later they'll they'll rebury, you know, their past family members and take them out of the casket, put them in like in an oil drum and just bury them in that and then save the casket for the next funeral. So that's just what that made me think of. Maybe maybe that's a real thing that people do to be thrifty with their caskets. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> like I said, they they are they that house is lended to them. I think uh, is what they told me, and so they're not there the whole year. They just go like during the season. And his grandparents were the ones that would stay in that house. Now, Maria, what does your husband think about you seeing all these spirits? Oh, he he does he doesn't want anything to do with it. He doesn't want to know anything about it. He nothing whatsoever. I can't even tell him like that. You calm down here at the house because there's nothing here at our house since we already moved over here. The one spirit that we had, I actually the lady supposedly said that that I had taken over my, with me over there to her house and he had stayed over there. But I haven't heard anything or seen anything here at our house. But either way, he he doesn't want anything to do with it. He just doesn't want to know. Oh man. I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so crazy. So, uh, what was the last spirit that you saw? Um, last one I saw. Okay. It was, I hadn't seen anything in a long time. I think the last one would have probably been those, those people in Michigan, uh -huh. but no, no, it was probably would have been, the um, the little kid. Uh, recently, my grandpa passed. He passed away last month in January. And so a couple days before he passed, I was putting my youngest to bed. And so as I got up to go to to, to take a shower, I looked towards the door and, and there was like a... I, this one, it, it was still a shadow, but it was still more clear for me to see the, like an outline. So it was, I could tell it was just a, a man, a short man. Uh, with ha with a hat and boots on, and he was like like kind of sneaking a, a, a look into the room, and he was just there hiding by the door. And so when I turned and I st I kept staring at that spot, like I guess he realized 
if I could see him or something, and he just turned back around and hid next to the wall. And so when I walked out, like I, I, I didn't see him anymore. But that was the mm. that was the last one I've seen. And do you think that was your grandfather? I do believe so. Yes, because uh, it was already um, it was in those days where they they called the the active death, where they come and go, and he was he was it was so hard for for him to mm. to just let go. I'm so, yeah. sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, we really appreciate you coming on and you'll have to tell your coworkers that you got on the podcast and tell them to listen to the episode or your old coworkers, I yeah. guess. Is there <laughs> any final parting words you want to leave with our audience? I you don't know what to say. I mean, there's so many stuff out there uh, and I'm pretty sure I could get into it a bit more. I just, it's just a fear of, you know, seeing all those those people, uh, those shadows, like, could get so dark. And But there's always, you know, you, you can protect yourself from everything. Well, we really appreciate you coming on, and I hope you have a good rest of the night. And if you think of any more stories, please email us and let us know. Yeah, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, like, I finally get to tell these people everything. But, yes, uh, I'll get with my boss to get the video and... and um, and if anything else or anything else comes up, I'll be sure to contact you. Awesome. Thank Thanks so much. You. Have a good night. Thank you. Maria, Maria. Maria, I just met a girl named Maria. Maria, I just met a girl named Maria. And suddenly I see how wonderful my life can be. So guys, um, that was Maria. Wow, that's, um, I don't know if we've heard somebody that haunted since like uh, Devin and Jess. That's These people that see ghosts all the time and have to deal with the supernatural or what they perceive as supernatural on a daily, you know, maybe not daily basis, but on a regular basis. Yeah. To me, it seems like the most horrifying thing that you could so deal with. They're casual about it. They're just like, yeah, I see like an, you know, eight shadows outside my window, but it's fine. Or I see glowing eyes from a three people in a room yeah. while I'm asleep and it's fine. Yeah. I, it's super creepy. And, uh, just like, I mean, it, it must just be like a part of their life that they've accepted, which is why they can be so casual about it. For me, I have a really hard time with, you know, picturing it in my mind. Like yeah. what, what is it that they're really seeing because that like a shadowy figure is a little vague for me especially like the darker it gets the darker the shadows get but isn't that how shadows work well i think of i thought maybe she meant like the the like darker spirit the mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of what i was thinking but okay but but then she also did say that at night is when she sees them more yeah which to me like at night everything looks somewhat shadowy yeah. right so i so i don't know is it is is that because she's seen other things and interpreting them as shadow spirits or is it you know is there something about nighttime that makes Brings these the things demons. come out it reminded me of um Teresa, when she came on the second time and did the live reading and told the story of her daughter's like bedroom, mm-hmm. you know, how there was like something under the bed yeah. and then later something in like a truck that, that, that kind of vibe she described remind me of what Maria kind of sounds like she goes through, but it always yeah. scares me the most when they're like, I know these are bad 
or like evil or what like those adjectives associated with the something you can't control like yeah. the supernatural yeah. seems like it would be truly a terrible, terrible experience whether it's real or not it's her reality yeah you know what i mean so it's tough going back to the point of being like oh i see this all the time and she doesn't care i try to think of something like in real life that that happens to um like a friend that has lives with like a headache every day of her mm-hmm. life like i don't know what that feels like either or like, what's something, you know what I like mean? Like arthritis, mm-hmm. things that we would complain about if like it hit us for yeah, one day. Yeah, or something it's... that's really normal for us on a day-to-day basis that other people, it's not, I mean, there's so many things. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, someone, you know, who's accustomed to maybe like a more rural lifestyle and then they go to New York City and they're like, how are there all these people? And everyone's right. just walking down the street, minding their own business. Yeah. Like oh, having the yeah. parallel park every day. AKA Chicago. me, my first time in New York City. <laughs> Did you throw your hat up into the air when you got to the middle of the and street? I shouted, yeehaw. Oh, I was thinking and, Mary Tyler Moore, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 Looks that. like JJ made it after all. <laughs> Looks like we made it. Okay. So here's a question. If, if you guys are Maria and you're in bed with her child, but it's your child, not her child. Wow. And and your child tells you, hey, there's a ghost in here and it's staring at us. And then you open your eyes and you see something looking back at you. What do you do? Like, I don't know Honestly, how you move on I think Maria's strategy was super smart of like, you're just dreaming. Go back to sleep. And then it's like, all right, now I'm going to look and Y'all, see it. I would have to turn the lights on and get up and make sure it's not like an actual person. That's about to murder me. I can't just go back to sleep if there's three pairs of eyes staring at me. Also, what, what a twist that there's a casket below Y'all. in the basement what? filled with tools. Who has that? I don't understand. I just. Where were they again? Michigan. Um, Michigan on like a, like some kind of, I don't know. I didn't really understand exactly. A, a camp oh. something. I don't know. If you're from Michigan and this is a thing that y'all do, <laughs> let us know at Real Hauntings Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Well, Noah, you've seen glowing eyes mm. in the in our first episode. Yeah. yeah. Sounded kind of like your job. Actually, it did, right? Because I, yeah. I described it as a, that, a dark figure with the glowing eyes. And that makes me think... If there is a supernatural realm, there's like all these different types of spirits and like levels and like yeah. I'm watching The Magicians on Netflix now. Oh, do you like that? Yeah. I mean, things. it's pretty crazy. It was a series, a book series at first, and there's like four or five seasons. So mm. I, I'm always late to the party, but there's so many different levels of like spirits and magic and that kind of thing. Maybe it's all real. Well, another thing I wonder about, because like we hear all these people describe the different entities is it the person too? Like, is there is there a level that they scratch that goes up and down of what they can see and interpret? Uh, I don't know. I don't. And, mm. and having to see children, ghosts like that. The my favorite story out of all the stories was the child in the funeral home. Anything I, I love a story where they're like, and then yeah. they yeah. pulled the picture out, and it was that ghost that I had seen earlier. You know, it's yeah. I love the uh, dramatization. Of that. Yeah, it, and it kind of like gives it a, a layer of confirmation. I mean, I think it's still very possible that when, you know, you think you've seen something and then you tell someone and they go, oh, did it look like this? That your brain just automatically goes, yeah, 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 that was it. Right. Whether or not that was what you really saw in that moment, 
I don't know. Um, Maria seems very confident that it was definitely that, that kid. child. Yeah. Um, and so I, I can't speak uh, for her, but I think if I was in that situation, I don't know if I would trust my memory as, as much. Yeah. That's interesting. I don't know. That was a fun one. Maybe not so fun for her to live through it, but it was fun <laughs> to get to interview somebody who I just, I love these these interviews where it's with people that have reoccurring haunting experiences. Yeah. And they're fascinating. So I will say for this one, it moves the needle a little bit for me more so than some of the ones we've had recently, because it's been a while since I've heard somebody tell us a story where I've had chills run through my entire body. Now that may just mean she's a good storyteller, you know, but it's, it's still, it hit me the story with the kid and then the story with the children and the, yeah. the lady in white staring back at her. That's that gave me chill bumps. I want to mm-hmm. see the video of the tag. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. yeah I want to see that too. Yeah. Shout out to Maria's ex-boss. So sorry that she told the story. I know you <laughs> right. wanted to, but but we believe you. And yeah. we're super excited to hear more about it. And thanks for sharing the the good name of Real Hauntings to coworkers and friends alike. Oh yeah. Well, JJ, how did that how'd that feel to you? What'd you think? Oh man. Um yeah, I I mean there's so many things like the fact that you know, the descriptions really did make me think in the moment I was like, that sounds like Noah's ghost from our very first episode. Mm. Download it, listen to it. Um, and so convincing. <laughs> Rate it, buy it, Rate it. it. Um, yeah. And that, you know, the nameplates flying off the wall, but you know, there's still a part of me that says, I don't know for sure what it is and I can't just jump to a conclusion. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I'm still, I'm still skeptical, but I don't know. I feel like torn in different directions. You know what I mean? I think that's how the, the most interesting of the stories we hear kind of leave you. It's kind of a, uh, like exactly. You feel kind of torn. Yeah. Because it pushes you a little bit against what your instincts want to tell, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Kat? Are you torn? I, I probably feel the same. I'm just like, I love hearing all these it just seems like really cool stories. It's really cool to hear from people all over the world that are experiencing similar things. So yeah, I hope we get to see that video. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. We really appreciate we see uh, what you guys are doing out there as far as sharing our podcast to your friends. We've heard from more people. Uh, We've seen the growth on Instagram and with our downloads. And we really appreciate that. Um, You know, not only do we do this podcast because we're interested in this, we do it because of this, this, this fan base that is growing, requesting more stories stories and passing more stories to us. So we appreciate that. And uh, with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm JJ Crable. And I'm Kat, y'all. Y'all. Greetings, adventurers. Today, we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. 
As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. 